What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Welcome to the Screen the Screener College Basketball Podcast with your hosts, Mike Randall and Gus Kearns. Welcome in listeners to the Screen the Screener College Basketball Podcast. We're always talking everything college hoops. Could have been anywhere else on the dial. He chose to be here with us, Mike and Gus. We appreciate that. Mike, uh, we haven't chatted for a tiny bit, uh, you know, in the same uh, hemisphere or same stratosphere. So, um, you know, what's on your mind? How is March Madness slash April openings uh, treating you? Well, I guess it's time to stop fading North Carolina. <laughs> I, I think I've ridden that train. It's almost Gus like Thelma and Louise. We went off the cliff. Hmm. I, I just, I don't, I have never, ever in all our years of watching the tournament, which for me goes back to 85, I have never seen a team do a complete 180 under a first-year coach. People on Twitter brought up uh, Kevin Ollie with Shabazz Napier. He was not a first-year coach. That was 2014. He started in 2012, but they were suspended or whatever. Okay, fine. Correct. Yes, uh, Dr. Tony. Thank you, Dr. Tony. Brought up um, when um, – Steve Fisher. Steve Fisher replaced uh, the former Michigan guy to start the tournament. Right. Right, but he didn't really coach them the whole year. Right. And they had five players, four of which made the NBA. Maybe Ray Jackson did for a short time. I don't know. This I, I've never seen this. I've never seen it. I continue to fade them, and they continue to stick it to me. And I tweeted, Gus, after the run to start the second half, mm. I wrote, how is this team not undefeated? <laughs> Armando Baycott is a walking 15-15. and 15. Okay, yes, I'm selling him short because he had 21 rebounds. Sorry. Right, right, right. R.J. Davis and Kayla Love look like the best backcourt in the entire country. I have faded Brady Maddock into oblivion, and I'm celebrating hitting his under two-and-a-half three-pointers made until he sticks one one more in about two minutes left. Okay, And by the way, I was hoping his feet were on the sideline. They were not with the second one. That was incredible. I felt like I was going down then. <laughs> Leaky Black is the defender of the year. They have no bench. It doesn't matter. Puff the Magic Dragon Johnson comes in and banks two free throws. Mrs. Randall sitting next to me go, I think Puff is fine. Oh, I really think Puff is fine. So anyway, that is my mea culpa. Hubert Davis, first-year coach, amazing job. February 16th, they lose to Pittsburgh. 10-1 and one since then, beating every team, including the 85 Bears. Just an amazing job. I, I don't I don't, I don't, understand it. I don't. I, I don't. Well, I, I like the symmetry that you had there of going back to when we first started watching like these games and this particular event back to 1985, and you brought it back to the 1985 Bears. Well done. Well played. <laughs> Mm-hmm. As always, uh, you know, here are my two takeaways. Number one, everybody made a big deal about, oh, well, North Carolina is not playing with their traditional two bigs anymore. They're not going to run their uh, delayed break. Yeah. Baycott said, I don't need two bigs. I'm just going to go get 20 rebounds. Yeah, Gus, and I'll foul them both out. 
Like the old thing was, will Baycott get in foul trouble? No, he's going to foul every big out. They could put Elijah <laughs> one and he have three fouls. He fouls everybody out. Watch him. <laughs> and I, I think you mentioned Puff. Unbelievably, talk about ready for the moment. Right. I mean, he had to come in and play some minutes. He had an opportunity, nailed the two free throws. Huge, huge. Something that, you know, a, a, a first round pick on the other side couldn't do. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that speaks volumes right there. And you're right with Manic. It's it it it, it yes. He attempted to play, you know, what? What are you going to say? Like the top two pick, top three pick in the upcoming NBA draft in Palo. And he kind of pulled it off a little bit. Played great. Yeah, he Nothing pulled it wrong. off. And, and, and you mentioned the backcourt. I think last season, Roy Williams was envisioning what is occurring currently. And obviously, they were a year behind schedule or just needed a year to mature or needed a year of coaching from. Uh, Coach Williams, and then another year of coaching from from Coach Davis, and now they're you know again like you said they're playing like one of the best backcourts in the nation, if not the. And yeah, you need the glue guy. You mentioned and identified Leaky Black appropriately, and not only did he come in and defend multiple positions, he came in and banged a couple threes. Yes, uh, almost reached double digits of rebounds. Uh, he he does like all of that little stuff and plays so selflessly and does not care about his stat line whatsoever. I thought of the argument I had with Tate Frazier when Leaky Black started the game on fire. I go, Leaky Black's going to go for 30 tonight. Because that was my argument. <laughs> Frazier said that was offensive. That said Leaky Black. Uh, <laughs> just to recap, North Carolina, 2018-2019 gusts, 29-7 and seven they were under old Roy. Okay. And they were one seed. They lose to Auburn. Okay, Auburn with the incredible team that goes to the Final Four, maybe even won a title, had uh, they not fouled Kyle Guy in the corner. Fine. Right. 2020 COVID year, uh, 14 and 19 bed year. Hmm. 2021 Roy's last year, 18 and 11. NCAA tournament lose to Wisconsin uh, first round as an eight seed in the eight nine game. But little did I know that you were going to have that Hubert Davis is going to come board and turn this whole thing around. They've been incredible. I don't know Gus why they're an underdog. I, I, I love what Kansas has done. I love what Bill Self has done, and I did yeah. make a quick comment to you when we were previewing the tournament, going, "Wouldn't it be like I just." total self to win it this year when no one's giving him any credit. I get it. I just, I, I made my official pick for four for four and we'll get into a little bit. Okay. I, I I'm done. Like, I, I don't know why North Carolina will have done what it did and not cover. I, I don't. And, and I, I can't do it. I love self Kansas. I have a lot of thoughts on the game. I think it's gonna be a great game. Tar Heel nation. I was wrong. I didn't think it was going to happen. I've never seen a first year coach do this. He's doing it. Hubert was the right guy for the job. The team is fantastic. They're on fire. Baycott, Willis Reed, whatever you want to call them. Caleb Love's going to have 35 with seven threes. I get it. I'm, I'm, I'm ready for it, and let's see what happens on Monday night. <laughs> I think Maddox is going to do something else to slightly annoy you. I'm going to bet the under again on his threes. I don't care. It's his last person. But hey, listen, he, he's played great. He's played. I have nothing yeah. to say. I have nothing uh, to say. I've been completely wrong handicapping North Carolina all year. Completely, completely wrong. <sighs> Sometimes that happens, especially when you have the new year co- uh, first year coach, where yes. he's going to change change the apps the profile, not only the roster but also the the you know, the identity of that team, and he's done it appropriately and uh, obviously unbelievably successfully. Uh, and that's you know you mentioned you mentioned self, and let's dive into Kansas and, and Villanova. I, I kind of felt like Villanova was going to have a shot here. And I was completely wrong on this one. I, I really felt like they were going to hang around. I thought they might even had a chance to win. 
They have dealt with that season-ending injury with, you know, their point guard last season. It's not anything they haven't dealt with before. But, man, if you're going to run into a performance like Kansas had against Villanova, I, I don't know if, like, all of their guys were healthy and they brought back Chris Jenkins. Like, I think that, I think that type of performance, it takes another special performance to overcome. Maybe we saw that with UNC and, and, and Duke in the second game. But they just played really, really well. Uh, they, they shot it over 50% from three. They shot it over 50% from the field. They, they didn't turn the ball over. They played together. McCormick played the game of what? You think his career? Like, he was insane. So I, I think if you're Villanova, you walk away from that being, okay, our second leading scorer got hurt. We made it to the Final Four and a successful season. Whereas Kansas is like, oh, boy, we might be able to squeak out another one here. Where'd you go here with Villanova and Kansas? I believe in the butterfly effect. I believe that if one thing can be different, a million other things could happen. Mm. Justin Moore is healthy. They win this game. Yeah, I believe it. I think he defends yeah. better on the arc. I think he limits Kansas from going 13 of 24, 54% from three-point range. Villanova did shoot 13 of 31. That's 42%. That's usually good enough to win. They were 8 of 10 from the free throw line. Um, I just think that Kansas had a night. And even Ochai Baji, who I chided and stuck it to me here with my under, again, he was six to seven, Gus, from three-point range. So right. he only had three points, not on three-pointers. Uh, I think that will regress. I, I, I mean, Ochai Baji could be turning himself into a top six-ish pick if he has a monster night and delivers Kansas a title. That is possible. But I think Villanova played great. I think – um, Jay Wright's an amazing coach. I like to thank Jermaine Samuels for his under. I thought it was time to fade him after riding him <laughs> for three consecutive overs. Correct. I'd yep. also like to thank Caleb Daniels for helping me squeak over Gus the 12 and a half, which became 14 and a half if you got it later in the week. Right. He got 13 points. Great job by McCormick. It's his second, uh, highest game of, the, of his probably best game of his career, Gus. Highest yeah. point total this year. Only second game all year that he went over 19 points. Mm -hmm. And I just want to let you know his over under point total line is 10 and a half for this game. But we can get that a little bit. Uh, it was a great game. Kansas was amazing. Bill Self is a very underrated X and O coach. And this is from mm -hmm. a guy who has trashed him. He is very underrated. This is going to be a great game Monday night. It'll be a fantastic game Monday night. I'm looking forward to it. You want to roll right into that and then make a couple of predictions here and maybe a couple of uh, places you might like to find some value, whether it be with player props or or whatever it might be. But I, I'm looking I'm looking forward to it as like you know a quasi North Carolina fan sure. um, and excited because I wasn't excited the last two seasons. It, there wasn't a bunch to get behind. I mean, last season was the first year that Roy ever got knocked out in the first round. Uh, the year before that, we were under 500. Uh, you have the loss at home to Marquette, like that. All of those things piled on, and nobody saw a, a run like this coming. And I think with Kansas, one of the talking points might be: Are they going to win this thing? And then is the FBI fog that's been hanging over this program and you know Coach Self for the past couple of years? Is that going to take effect next season, the season after? Are they going to be, be eligible for the postseason? Does Coach Self face some sort of suspension? So I think that is also an interesting uh, – add some interesting urgency to Monday night as well. Step into the world of power, loyalty 
and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I will go this way. Mm. I don't see. It's a great point about self and, and the suspension. He mentioned it today. He said, I think it's coming very soon. Right. That kind of plays into this as well. North Carolina had 50 rebounds against Duke. 50. 5-0. Right. It's laughable, but they did. Right. It's, it's, uh, it's giggling. They're, they're going to rebound against Kansas. Yeah. Um, several individual thoughts. Number one, I'm going under, and I put this in the 4 for 4 article on David McCormick, 10.5 points. Uh, I'm just going to play the percentages. Yep. And if you look at McCormick, he hasn't hit this in three of the last five games. He hasn't hit it in eight of 13 games. He's hit 10 a lot. He's now going against Shaquille O'Neal on North Carolina. And if he – I just think there, there's going to be a scheme. They're not going to let him do this. They're, they're, they, they could even – I can't believe I'm saying this. They could double McCormick. I mean, it's not out of the realm possibility. I don't think they should, but they could. But if I saw Baycott get – Mark Williams and Theo John in foul trouble, he could get David McCormick in foul trouble. In, so, in, in two possessions. In two possessions. So yeah. it's only – the juice is only minus 105. The juice is actually stronger to the over at minus one twenty. So you have to bet one twenty to one hundred if you want the over. You only have to bet one hundred and five to one hundred on the under. So Vegas is saying they think he's going to go over. We're going to go the opposite and take the under there. As far as shooting, and again, I don't understand Gus why this wasn't talked about more. R.J. Davis is shooting thirty seven point seven percent from three point range this year. Caleb right. Love is shooting thirty six point eight, and Manic shooting forty percent. Mm-hmm. So they have Armando Baycott, who arguably, arguably could be the best player on the court. It's possible tomorrow. Possible. And they have three players that shoot over 37% from three-point range, basically. Uh, That's def- tough to beat, bro. De- and I'm taking the four and a half. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, ta- I'm going to take the four and a half. I, I, I get it. And wh- my, my reasoning, Gus, that Duke would win is I thought they couldn't avoid Baycott and get in foul trouble. And I thought they would guard the arc and limit the threes. Agreed. Now I like bon- Boncaro was all over Manic the entire time. Yes. So obviously I, I I was in lock with that. The difference is Manic can score over anyone. I, I didn't know that part. So if they beat Duke with everything Duke had on the line, then I don't see why I can't take the points here with with them. So I'm going to take McCormick under ten and a half, and I'm going to roll with the Tar Heels plus the points. Can I give your uh, McCormick under a little a little juice here? Does that sure. sound does that sound okay? Sure. Okay, so I'm just gonna go through McCormick's games. I took a look at this because I thought you might bring this up as a talking point. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, McCormick opens the year up 15 points against Michigan State. Mm-hmm. Next game, single digits. Mm-hmm. 
Next big game that he has, 14 points. He follows that up with one point. Yes. Next big game he had, 19 points. Mm -hmm. He put up 19 against West Virginia. The following game, six. Yep. Uh, Next impactful game, 14 points against a ranked Iowa State team. He followed that up with and then got on a decent streak of just nine points. Mm -hmm. His next offensive explosion, quote, unquote, is 19 points against West Virginia again. Obviously, he liked playing them. He followed that up with five points. Mm -hmm. Uh, After his 22-point performance against Texas in an overtime win, he followed it up with nine points. Following his 18-point game against Texas Tech, he followed that up with 16 points. I'm sorry, he followed it up with just nine points. Then, finally, 18 points. Uh, if he did have back-to-back 15 and 25, so obviously you're trending, but mm-hmm. I'm with you. Like Every single big game that he's had, he's followed it up with a single-digit performance the following game. The every, only- every, every game this season. I wish you had written the article. I should have put in the article that I just submitted earlier today. <laughs> the brilliant job. I, the one thing that worries me is he does make his free throws. The very good free throw shooter, eight and nine against Texas Tech, yep. um, four six against Providence, five or six against Nova. I just think Baycott is playing that well, and I think it reeks of ten. It, it reeks of Doesn't ten it? to me. Yeah. Um, uh, are, are you concerned with Baycott's injury, or or potential of? I I you know you have to make a decision with that. You do right. My decision is no. I am not worried. I have a similar feeling. No, I'm not worried. He came back and played on it. I know that, you know, from uh, both of us having that similar experience where you, you tweak it, it hurts a ton in the moment. You come back, lace it up tighter, and then the next day it swells up. I don't, you know, we're not in the locker room. We don't know that part, but I'm guessing that like they're going to have their crack uh, health staff on, on that and then be able to, you know, patch them up. If this was, Gus, a guard alignment for Kansas, a five guard team that mm-hmm. was going to run up and down the floor, I'd be a little more concerned. Not against McCormick. I think he can stay with McCormick. Um, I don't think he's going to, you know, they'll put ring life foot in. I'm excited. I'm really excited. Yeah, I, I, I you know me, I get very upset when there's like an injury. It really ruins it for me. So when he went out, I was so bummed. Even though I had Duke, I'm like, this stinks. This yeah. game is epic. It should not end like this. So when he came back on the floor, I was just excited because I that, that, Yeah, that, that was a perfect, uh, that was like the perfect part of the last act of that, you know, of that performance. It needed to go that way for it, sure. It I, was I also it was also perfect for the North Carolina plus three live line, but that's not here. <laughs> I'm glad you jumped on that. That's why <laughs> you know when you see the Titanic going down, Gus, you know, you, you, you might as well not grab a deck chair and yes, look for the life. AJ Griffin, can you make a shot? My wife's like, wait, didn't he play at Stepanak? Yes, hon, he did play at Stepanak. He's not wait, sure is it, wait, isn't he you yes. know a projected lottery pick? Yep. He uh, was, oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> right. She's like, well, this other guy played a step and he's, yes, RJ Davis is scoring a lot. <laughs> I, lo- I love that you guys are going back to the whole because the we live there. Yeah. So we right, passed right, it right. so many times going to Whole Foods. And, and, I, and you know me, Gus, I'm like, <laughs> Stepanak. That's a great name. Archbishop Stepanak. Okay. So now, of course, we're sitting here and there's two guys from Stepanak RJ Davis, who is West Jersey's all time leading scorer, and AJ Griffin, who's open when he goes off the bus. Griffin can't hit the broad side of a barn. Davis is lighting me up. It's great. It's great. It's great. It's great. Uh, so I have one angle. I think after getting matched up against Paolo, I think Brady Manick is going to look at Jalen Wilson and be like, okay, you're a step slower. You're two inches shorter and you're not as athletic. 
I think he's going to look at that matchup and be like, hmm, yeah, I, I can do something here with this. So I, I, I kind of like that as an advantageous matchup for the Tar Heels. Um, can I uh, can I throw some bets at you? I'm just curious to get your opinion on this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah let's talk there. it out a little bit. I like um, this. You know, I bet them already. I just want to see. I took Remy Martin under 11 and a half. Great call. Uh, I, I like Remy. I like what he does. I just, sure. I think, I don't think North Carolina is going to let somebody go off on them. I, I as a guard, I don't. I'm I don't think so they're going to let Remy go off. Yeah, yeah, and Remy get a little nuts, you know. And I can see Self not trusting him a lot in this game, you know. I, I yep. just uh, Abaji under sixteen and a half again out of principle. I'm probably going to lose that one, but I just out of principle. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Manic under sixteen and a half again out of principle. Uh, more important, Gus. Here are just some that caught my eye that I have not wagered on yet. Okay. What do you think Caleb Love's point total is for this game over under? Oh, I would say similar to what you just mentioned with uh, Abaji and and Manic. No. Uh, yeah, seventeen and a half. So okay, so it's, actually, even, it's even a point higher. Okay. Yeah, he has the highest point total on this game. The juice, Gus, is to the under. So if you're going to try to get the under, you got to get minus one thirty. The over is minus one hundred five. So basically, they're saying they kind of think he's going to be under. But I think it's interesting. Caleb Love, highest point total of any player in this game. What do you think? Very interesting. I would take the under on that, but I would think about taking the over on both Abaji and Manic. I know you just mentioned that you, you liked the under on both of them. I, mm-hmm. I, I'm i going to go with your big game, big player principle. I know that Abaji has not really stepped up in these big game moments. No, he could. He could, yeah. No. L- listen, you said top six pick. Maybe I'm not willing to go like that high with Abaji. But I am saying, like, maybe he sneaks into, like, if he has a giant game, maybe his name gets mentioned at the late, the, the end of the lottery. Yeah. I mean, let's it's say a, he it's, drops. A, it's, a, it, it's literally like a million dollar game for him. Yeah. Let's say he drops 25 and they win the title. Could he yeah, be a top yeah. 10 pick? Could be top 10. Uh, I still think 10? end of the lottery. And a lot of but I think if he, I think if he bombs it, he's in the 20s. And then you're looking at a, a, literally yeah. a difference of a million dollars. Um, I mean, Macklemore and, and, and Wayne Selden made it. So I, mean, I guess he's going to make it. Um, <laughs> Yeah, sorry. Leaky Black, over under six and a half. Gus, you can get plus odds on six and a half, plus 110. So if you that, wager 100 on six and a half, Leaky, you get 110 back. The under is minus 144. No one's taking the under at minus 144. No. But, I mean, yeah, six and a half. It's, I mean, it, it's a three, a, couple a, lay, a breakaway layup, yeah. a made foul shot, and an offensive rebound. Plus 110 for Leaky Black, six and a half. Guys, take a look I, at it. I think we Good just wrote the, wrote the script for that. Uh, Deshaun, who do you think Dewan Harris is going to go on? Uh, oh, I think I think he has to go on Love, yeah. All right. Yeah. So that just, I mean, that that could play into. It. He's been magnificent, and again, not just because because he held Cam Augusty scoreless for basically twelve minutes of that game, which was Miami insane. Was that, was a, that was an unbelievable defense. <laughs> no. I thought that was dead at fourteen at the half, and then here comes Dewan Harris lockdown. Um, that's pretty much it. What do you think Jalen Wilson's point totals at? I bet he's at twelve. Yeah, he's at 12 and a half, but plus odds on the over. So Vegas is linked to the under. That's another interesting one. I always like the plus that, Yeah, that is an interesting one, too. I, I, I think the – I like the Manic matchup there because I, I have a feeling they'll be matched up against one another. Uh, one last question for, my, for me, for you. Is this where Self pulls out one of the junk defenses yes. or something different? Yes, he does. He And he's always shocked me that. There was a regular season game, folks, and we know our friend John, uh, his wife Jill down in Tennessee, listen, everyone on our podcast, right. where – I was ripping on self coming into the it was Kentucky and Kentucky. It's Kentucky and Kentucky, and he pulled out the triangle in two. Yeah, it was years ago in regular season game one in Kentucky. 
I, I would think he's got something cooked up here. I, I, I think he has something cooked up too. I think that, you know, you know, Raph is going to be all excited to call like man to man. And he's going to have to say like diamond and one or something, you know, so, something crazy like that. Yeah. The coaching advantage goes to self, but I thought the coaching advantage went to Shashevsky. And I think North Carolina, I, I've learned to do this Gus with betting. It's, it's a coin flip game. I'm going to take the points. If I can't uh, figure it out, why not just take the points? It's not correct. one, it's four and a half. That's substantial. Right. Uh, correct. That's a, it's when it's over a possession, hmm. it, that means it matters. So that that's something to pay attention to. If it's under a possession, if it's you know two and a half or under, then then you're dealing with a true coin flip. But like if you can't figure it out and you're getting some, yeah, crap. It's it, folks. It's a great game. It's been a great tournament. I understand that some of the games have not been super exciting lately, but that was an epic basketball game the other night between Carolina. It was epic. That Gus, that sequence, like five minutes left, where like they just kept making shots. It Tremendous. was, it was. I put out it was pornography. It was, it was basically <laughs> pornography. Is what we're watching. <laughs> um, great job by North Carolina. We got the Roy Williams Bowl. Who's happier than Roy's coach? Both teams, and either Self's going to get his second, in which case, it, whether he gets suspended or not, nobody cares. I mean, two is big. Calipari has one. Two right. is big. Two is yeah. a Dean Smith got two. Uh, two is a big deal. Or Hubert Davis is going to cap the greatest run by a first-year coach in NCAA history and say, we lost to Pittsburgh on February 16th. We're national champions at home. I mean, okay. makes the, and, that, and that's the beauty of the sport. Mm-hmm. The sport gives you all these opportunities as a, as a team, a program, as a coach to hit the restart button a couple of different times during the season. And, and North Carolina obviously has taken advantage of the restart button for the 68 team tournament that we are enjoying and thriving and, and loving and, I'm going to be a little sad to see it go, to be honest. But uh, Mike, last little last little question. Did you have a favorite game or a favorite player that you really enjoyed watching during this particular tournament? It doesn't have to be a big, you know, big team, but uh, maybe a favorite game or a favorite player, something that you really got locked into or something you felt great about or just a player you're like, oh, wow, I really liked watching this particular student athlete. What an absolutely fabulous question. Gosh, give me a second here, guys. Why don't you go first? Because I haven't yeah, thought of this. This is sure. a fabulous, fabulous question. The coach for me, I'll say the coach right away is TJ Alsaberger of Iowa State. I mean, that turnaround, it's so under the radar. It really yeah. shouldn't be, but just a magnificent coaching job. He really did. So uh, just uh, to me, Alsaberger coming from UNLV, going mm-hmm. to Iowa State, taking over the program, having a style, a style that he stuck to that was successful. Bravo. I think my, one of my favorite games was that Illinois Chattanooga game. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, that uh, Chattanooga led for what, like 37 minutes or maybe even more than that. And then Illinois pulls that out. And that was like the, you know, the beautiful, like 413 upset that you're looking for. And everybody like was clamoring for when you almost got there with it. That was one of my favorite games to watch during this particular, uh, this particular run. And I, I think if I was going to pick a player, um, I think the player I would pick is, I, I, to be honest, the player might be uh, Kevin Lume from Creighton. Mm. He, I think he opened a lot of NBA eyes mm-hmm. in that first game and then showed he belonged on the court with Kansas you know, who's playing the national championship game. So I think he's the one player, you know, that we kind of keyed into viewing the Big East tournament, but then he really showed out in those two particular games, whether it be for an impactful play or for uh, an impressive stat line. 
I would say a game, a couple games that jumped out at me. First of all, I loved watching Miami versus Auburn. Yes. One, I called it. I called it when the bracket came out. You did. Two, I don't know. Maybe it was Jordan Miller. Whoever pulled up from three with about 10 minutes left with no one under the basket and banged the three, whoever shot that, that reeked to me of the Giddy Potts game. Remember, I told you this game, there's a problem. Yeah. <laughs> This is an issue. As soon as Miami hit that game, I mean, I must have hit the live line. My, my finger must have fell. It was over. Like, it's just one of those things you're watching basketball. You know it's over. I really enjoyed that game. I really enjoyed even though I got it wrong, Michigan State-Duke. I yeah. thought the Spartans were going to do it. Tyson Walker felt good, made some shots. Duke just yeah. made some great shots at the end. That was a lot of fun to watch. Um, and then I, I I think we have to end, you know, this little bit of the conversation and, and maybe even, you know, just we'll, you know, find the finish line with the podcast here. It's just like – I mean, St. Peter's, they, mm-hmm. they absolutely incredible run. Look like they belong on the court every single game until their final game against UNC. And it, it, yeah, I, I so impressed with what coach was able to do and glad that he's going to, you know, quasi stay home and uh, help out Seton Hall find their way back to prominence in the Big East. The, that would be it for me, brother. It would be yeah. St. Peter's Purdue was awesome to watch. Ugh. Doug Eggert's wonderful. So is Casey and Defu because he's one of our guys for years. Right. That would be my answer to you. Obviously, St. Peter's a little cliche, 67-64 over Purdue. They beat what I didn't think they could do. Eggert with the mustache. Casey and Defu underrated. We knew about him because of St. Peter's. That's my answer. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, listeners. If you like what you're listening to, please don't forget to give us a follow on Twitter at SDS Podcast. Efficiency of keystrokes, of course. Please go support Mike in all his endeavors over at 4 for 4 and Betting Pros. And of course, give him a follow over at Randall Rant. Really like what you're listening to? Go ahead and leave some kindness. I know that you're going to be jamming in all the information that you can get. That's why we kept this one uh, nice and tidy for you. Maybe it'll take a commute, a lunch hour, something of that nature. Leave a kind review over on your podcast, Consumption Vehicle of Choice. Kindness is always cool. Mike, anything else for the listeners out there or just to go enjoy this final college basketball game for what's been an unbelievably tremendous season? Guys, enjoy it. We love it. It's fantastic. One shining moment. Came out to it at my wedding. Gus gave the speech. Great job. Always look forward to it. <laughs> it's a it's a great championship game, and I have no idea who's going to win. And that's some, not something we can say, Gus, every single year. Let's just enjoy it. Let's let's enjoy it together. Cheers, Solange. I've got to lots, everybody. Arigato. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.